morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Today, we are talking about goals. More importantly, how to hit our goals, how to achieve our goals, how to make sure we set goals that we can attain, crush every single year. Here's the thing with goal setting. Have you ever seen people that seem like they just accomplish everything they set out to do? And then there's the vast majority of people that don't accomplish what they're maybe capable of. One of the reasons behind this, and this actually comes from a book I read about a year ago, in a, in a book that we've implemented called The 12-Week Year, my philosophy or my belief on why people don't achieve what they're capable of is they oftentimes set a goal and they set too long time period, too long of a time period. And what I mean by that is think about, have you ever done a lofty business plan at the end of every year? I used to do this too. I would make this elaborate six, seven, 10 page business plan of everything I was going to accomplish, how I was going to get there how I was going to achieve my income goal. I would put this big business plan together. I'd be excited about the upcoming year. I'd, I'd leave my business planning clinic or that. And what would I do with it? I'd put it in a drawer and I wouldn't look at it again. Or maybe I would look at it three months later or six months later or a year you know, and look at it and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so far behind. And typically when we set these lofty yearly goals, that's what happens. We set a goal for the entire year. And whether it's an income goal that we're setting and let's just say I have a goal for, let's just make up a number. My goal is to make $100,000. And in January, I make zero. What do I say to myself? And what do people often say to themselves? They say, well, I still have 11 months left to hit my goal. And then February comes and maybe they don't make any money or they make $1,000. And they say, well, I still have 10 months left. And then March happens and they only make a couple grand. Well, they're like, okay, I still have, I still have nine months. I'm, 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 this is good. I'm going to make this happen. Then what happens is we get to June and let's say we're at $20,000. We're at 20% of our yearly goal. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh no, I've got six months to hit the, I have to make 80 grand in six months. I only made 20 in the first six months. So there are two options people have then. It's either take more action to go push themselves to hit their goal of hundred, or they start to pull back and they justify why a lower income target is acceptable. Well, you know what, if I made 50, it's more than I made last year, so I would be okay with that. I'd be happy. You know, if I made 45, you know, my bills are paid. That's not what we want to do. We don't want to start retreating and pulling back from our income goal. Our income goal is our income goal. And if our goal is 100, we have to set our mindset, we have to set our mentality, we have to set our focus on how am I going to achieve $100,000. But setting it for a year-long plan doesn't typically work. It's just too long of a period of time. And we're not going to remain focused on our $100,000 goal over a 12-month period. So here's what I want you to do. We're going to talk about how to set our goals and how to refocus and recalibrate to make sure we're actually hitting and achieving what we want to accomplish. But think about this for a minute. We are about three, four months in. We're almost four months into the year. So I want you to, one, think about what is your income? How are you doing right now being four months in? How are you doing in relation to your income goal? Are you on track? Are you pacing to be ahead? Are you behind? So start thinking about that. And if you haven't set goals for the year, I want you to do this. I want you to figure out right now and think about what is your income goal? How much do you want to make this year? Once you have that number down, I want you to do something else. I want you to think about why is that number important to you? Because oftentimes what I find is that people will throw out an arbitrary number. In our industry, it always seems to be, they say, six figures, which equates to typically $100,000. I want to make $100,000. And when asked then, why is that important to you? There's not really a compelling reason or a compelling why or a strong enough reason for why they want to make $100,000. 
well, nobody in my family's made $100,000 before, so I want to make it. That could be a strong why. Or I don't know, it just sounds good. Probably not a strong why. So think about this. What's important to you about the $100,000? What does it do for you? If we're sitting here 12 months from now and you achieve your income goal, whatever it is, what does that do for you? How did you use that money? All right. Did you use it to invest in things? Did you use it to buy passive income? Did you use it to get out of debt? Did you use it to pay off your house? Did you use it to take a vacation? Did you, what did you use it for? And, and, and none of those are the right or wrong answer. It's whatever is important to you should be your big why. So think about this. If you have a, a compelling enough reason for wanting to achieve your income goal, typically people will find a way to achieve it. When it's not very compelling and it's not strong enough to pull them toward their goal, what tends to happen is that's when it gets tough to get out of bed when things are bad. Oh, uh, you know what? I don't feel like going in today. You know, if I miss a day, no big deal. I can make up for it tomorrow. I, I you know, I kind of had a crappy week this week. I can pick it up next week. No biggie. We start to justify our inaction. So what I want you to think about, what is your income goal? Why is it important to you? And is your reason for hitting that income goal strong enough? Because if it's not, chances are your income goal is not really your income goal. Chances are you just threw out a number because it sounded good and it's not compelling enough to want to make you go achieve it. So be thinking about that. Now, the next thing we want to talk about, once we set our income goal and we know our why, and we know our reasons for why we want to achieve that, we know now that we don't need to focus on 12 months to hit that $100,000 goal. And I'm going to use $100,000 just because it's easy for math. It's easy to explain in these scenarios. So now what I want to do is I don't want to talk about a year. I want to shorten that window. So let's just say right now we're in Q2 of the year, but let's just hypothetically say we are on January 1st. Now, now don't wait till next January to start this, start implementing these strategies now. But let's just say it was January 1st. What I want to do is I know in our industry, real estate specifically, and this can work for any industry and it can work for a lot of different aspects of your life as well, not just your income goal. But what, what I know is that about 20% of our income should come in the first quarter. About 30% of our income should come in the second quarter. Why is that? Because we know seasonality does exist. Now, that's not to say in the fall and summer and winter time, but we're gonna put our head in the sand and just say nothing's selling because houses definitely do sell. We know though that the bulk of our income is gonna be made in the second, third quarter. Why is that? Because that's when people say, oh, it's springtime, it's time to sell. It's time to uh, you know, get our house on the market. This is when everything happens. We know though, houses sell in the winter, relocation business picks up, People pull their houses off the market after Halloween, which is less inventory. And then that call, that's a good recipe for getting a house sold. So think about that for one, 20% of our income comes in January, or excuse me, in the first quarter, 30% in the second quarter, 30% in the third quarter, and then 20% in the fourth quarter. So now if I know that, what I want to do is start setting up what we call our 12-week year. And what our 12-week year is breaking our income goal from a 12-month period into a 12-week period. So if we're at January 1st, or even now in April, I'm looking at Q2 numbers. Let's just say we're, we're going into this. We just started Q2, um, quarter two, 20 days ago. So if I'm in quarter two, I know that I need to hit $30,000. And this is this is also taking into account that I made 20,000 in my first quarter. So let's just reset and go back to January 1. It's January 1st. I know in the first quarter of the year, I have 12 weeks to make $20,000. That's my goal. I'm not worried about $100,000. I'm not worried about my year-long business plan. 
I'm worried about how do I make $20,000 in the first quarter and the first 12 weeks of this year? And that's all my focus is going to be on. So one, I have to have my compelling reasons for why I want to make 20 grand in the first 12 weeks, because it's going to take some effort, right? 20 grand just doesn't fall in your lap. It does take effort. It does require commitment. So I've got my goal now and I know I've got my 12 week year. So I have 12 weeks to hit $20,000. Now what I want to do is I want to set action items. What are five things that I'm going to focus on every single day, every single week that are going to propel and push my business forward? So I need five action items that I know can lead to a result of making me $20,000 in the first 12 weeks of the year. So what are my action items and why am I only doing five? Because typically what happens is we focus, we tend to do in business planning, we focus on all this stuff. We want to do all these great things. We want to implement all these strategies. We want to do all these things and we don't do any of them well. And so we kind of, we're kind of mediocre or average at best over a hundred different things that we're trying to do rather than being great at five things I can consistently control every single week. I want to be great at a small number of things that can yield me the best result possible that can make me the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. So we're going to kick around some ideas. What are five things we can focus on? Five things we're focusing on could be things like a contact goal. How many people am I committed to talking to every week to push my business forward? Let's just make up arbitrary numbers, 100 contacts. I need to talk to 100 people every week to push my business forward. So that could be one of my five goals. So if I'm going to talk to 100 people, basically I'm going to go on a five-day work week. I'm going to talk to 20 people a day. So now every day I need to track, did I talk to 20 people today? And I'm going to track. And don't make this tracking system overcomplicated. You can use a notebook. I've got notebooks like this everywhere where I just constantly write, 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 tracking stuff. So I would put in here, what's my target for today? My target for today is to talk to 20 people. My target for tomorrow is 20 people. The next day is 20 people, 100 for the week. I'm going to track, did I talk to 20 people today? And if I didn't, well, I'm not probably committed to my goal. Now, next thing, what's another? Now, these are just suggestions. You don't have to do these. These are suggestions. The next thing I might want to focus on, especially if I'm a new agent, or really for any agent, because we always need to be consistently growing our database and getting in front of more people. But another strategy or another, another pillar I could be focused on is how many people did I add to my database today? And what we call on our team nurturers. A nurturer is somebody looking to do something in the next 12 months or sooner, meaning a buyer or seller that's expressed an interest in wanting to buy or sell a home in the next 12 months or sooner. I want to fill my database up with people that are looking to buy and sell houses in the next 12 months or sooner. Because we know that 10%, statistically, 10% of our database moves every year. So if I can focus on getting 500 people added to my database this year or 1,000 people added to my database this year, now all of a sudden I may not have to do so much output and so much outbound lead generation. I can focus on the existing people in my database because I know now 10% is moving every year. If I have 500 people in there, that's 50 opportunities every single year. If you sell 50 houses in a year, you can make a good living. Average commission, $250,000 or average sale price in St. Louis, probably bumped up a little bit now just given the way appreciation on prices. Let's call it a $7,500 commission for every house you sell. If you're a solo agent, if you're on a team, there's splits, take that into account, right? So 50 houses at 7,500 bucks, it's good living, right? 50 houses at $3,500, that's a good living. So be looking at that and knowing that one of my strategies now, first is my contact goal, 
Second is how many people am I adding to my database every single day or every week? Maybe it's I need to add 10 people to my database every week. 10 people over 52 weeks, so call it 500 people. That's a good addition to your database. So if I need to add 10 people to my database, that's going to be strategy number two. Now I need to get two people in my database every day. If I'm working Monday through Friday, doing my lead generation, I need to talk to 20 people today, and I need to add two people to my database. So there's another step. Now, what are some other things? And be thinking about what are things that I can focus on that can push my business forward. If you're good at open houses and you love doing open houses and that's a pillar, maybe it's I'm going to commit to doing one open house a week or two open houses a week. That could be a pillar added in. And now you're doing an open house and you're getting contacts and you're most likely adding people to your database. There's another pillar. Maybe you want to door knock. You're going to commit to a certain number of houses. You're going to door knock every single week. I'm going to commit to knocking on 50 doors a week or 100 doors a week, whatever it is. Maybe you want to do internet lead generation. So you're going to commit to invest. X amount of dollars to generate a certain number of leads every week. We know that with leads, you have to play into percentages for every 100 leads. We're looking to convert three to 5%. So maybe I'm committed to generating X amount of leads every week to be able to add more people into my database. So these are all just little strategies that you can do. If you're a newer agent, even if you're a seasoned agent, I'm going to commit to maybe practicing my listing presentation once a week, practicing my buyer consultation once a week. That's a strategy I can add in that can help push my business forward because we know that the sharper we get in our skill set and the sharper we get in our presenting skills, the higher our conversion rate goes up. If I'm a brand new agent, like I was back in the day, and I would have to go on 10 appointments to get maybe one or two. Once I started to get really good at my listing presentation, my buyer consultation, I could go on 10 appointments and get eight or nine signed up, right? Your conversions matter and practicing matters. So maybe that's another strategy you want to add in. Contact goal. Nurtures, how many people are adding to your database? Different lead generation pillars you're going to focus on every week. Practicing listing and buyer presentation skills. Another thing I would want to focus on, if it were me doing this, how many appointments do I want to set every week? So I need to sit down and know how many appointments do I need to go on to hit my income goal. That needs to be a strategy now. My focus is, and I think for everybody, a good focus is, how do I get on an appointment every week? And then also another thing I want to add in is, signed buyer or listing agency agreement every single week. So think about that. I've got five things now. I've got 20 people a day I want to talk to. And this is just, I just did this in two minutes. 20 people I want to talk to. I'm going to add 10 people to my database or hundred people for the week. Add 10 people to my database every week. All right. Focus on one of my pillars. I'm going to commit to doing two open houses a week. I'm going to set one appointment a week and I'm going to get one person to agree to list or sign or list or buy with me. I have five strategies. So now that I've got my five things I'm going to focus on, and again, this can be anything you want, but keep in mind, they have to be actionable items that you can track that will propel your business forward every single week. So now that I know there's five things I need to focus on and accomplish every single week, I'm going to take my weekly goal and I'm going to break it into a daily. What do I need to do today? My focus every single day is I need to set an appointment. That's when I was in production back in the day when I started selling houses and I didn't have any money and I was behind all my bills, behind all my debt and getting water shut off and my heat shut off and you know just it was miserable. That's all I focused on. I need to set an appointment today. I need to set an appointment today. I need to set an appointment today. It's all I focused on. It wasn't casual like, oh yeah, hopefully I set one this week. It was, no, what do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to? Who can I look in my database that I can convert into an appointment today? There's a lot of urgency that comes with hitting a high income goal. It's not casual and just going to happen because you feel like. 
So you've got to commit to that. You've got to get the urgency up. And then once I started setting appointments, what was the next thing I focused on? How do I sell a house today? 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 I obsessed over that. And then I started selling houses. Then I started selling a couple houses a week. Then I started selling a house, you know, a lot, almost not every day, but it was constant. All of a sudden, three days out of five, I'm selling three houses, right? So be focused on that. So your five actionable items that are going to push your business forward. So now I know my income goal. I know my reasons and my why behind why I want to make my income goal. I've set my five action items that I'm going to focus on that are going to help me push my business forward. Now what I need to do is I need some peer accountability around this. Who is going to hold me accountable or who am I going to report to to make sure I stay on track? There was a Harvard study done a few years back. And it basically surveyed people that had open heart surgery or bypass surgery. Now, think about bypass surgery. One, it's very painful. And I know some people that have had it. It's very painful. All right. It's expensive. All right. And the relapse rate on it is significant. It's very high. So these are people that are told basically, and, and typically, not always, but most for, for heart disease, it's, it's based on you get heart disease because of your behavior, because of your habits, because of your diet. So doctors will tell people, look, if you continue with these bad habits, in two to three years, you're no longer going to be here. You're going to have a heart attack. You're not going to be with us anymore. Now, that's a pretty big reason to go change the habits and to focus on things that can help get your life more on track. So the reality, though, is of the people that have open heart surgery, and this is a study done by Harvard, 90% of those people within 12 months go back to their old habits. 90%. And this is life or death. So think about it. If people fall back to their old habits when it's a life or death situation, think about it's even harder to focus and change our habits when it's just business. So think about that. That was really like that just hit me. It was like, whoa, 90% of people fall back into their old habits. So there's another study, though, when those patients that had open heart surgery, when they had peer accountability, when they talked to one or two or three other people every single week about their habits, their lifestyle changes, 80% made changes for the better and were able to get on a healthy track. Just by having the awareness and the accountability, by having a peer group every single week. So in this 12-week year, 80% goes from 90% in the negative, not changing habits to 80% success rate when they have peer accountability. So a couple of things. Once we have our income goal, right? Let's recap it again. Income goal. Reasons why I want to hit my income goal. My five strategies. Now I need peer accountability. In the book, they call this a WAM, a weekly accountability meeting. We do this with our team. We track, we sit down with everybody and we go through what every 12 weeks, we sit down with everybody on our team and go through what's their income goal. We break it down. What's the reasons behind it? What are their five strategies we're going to focus on? We're going to track those every week then. They report numbers every single week. And then on Monday of every week at 9.15, we sit down and we go through how you did. We keep score. We have a scoreboard. Scoreboards are important. So we're going to look at things. If my goal was 100 contacts for the week and I hit 50, I got a 50% in that category. If my goal was to add 10 people to my database and I added two, my goal was 20% in that category. If my goal was to hold two open houses for the week and I didn't hold any, my goal, my percent is zero. If my goal is to go on a set an appointment and I didn't set any, I got a zero. If I, my goal is to sign a buyer agency agreement and I didn't set it and I didn't get anybody signed, my goal is zero. 
So now all of a sudden, what's my score? And I can't compute math that quickly in my head, but you know, I'm somewhere around like a 25%, if that. So I'm going to look at my score for the week and I'm going to question myself and my peers are going to see it as well. What did I do last week? What did I do to push my business forward? I didn't do anything. I hit half my income goal or half my contact goal. I didn't do any of the action items I set out for. So now I start questioning. And this is where one, I don't want to have a bad score in front of other people. It's just not, it's just the way I am. I care about my goal. But if I do have a bad score, I need to self-reflect and think about what the heck did I do last week? Did I just let the week go by without even fo- not being focused on my goal? Is my income goal even important to me? Because if I'm okay with having a 25%, I'm probably okay with not making $100,000. I'm probably going to be okay with $25,000 for the year. So now with having weekly accountability, and especially in the 12-week year, a bad week is like having a bad month. So I need to be laser focused on my goal. And this, to be honest, this only works for people that are motivated to get their income goal. If you don't care about your income goal, don't do this. But if, if hitting your income goal is important to you, implement these strategies because it's going to propel your business forward. So I'm keeping track of my scores. And every Monday, I've got peer accountability to see how I did. Now, on the flip side, let's say my contact goal was 100 and I hit 125. My goal is to hit 10 people to my database. I added 15. My goal is to do two open houses. I did two. My goal is to set one appointment. I set one. My goal is to get one agency agreement signed. I hit that. I crushed my week. All right. So I crushed my week. So now I feel good. I've got peer accountability. Everybody's like, dude, you crushed it. Everybody claps. That's what we do. Then the next week, if I fall off and have a bad week, I have to go back and think about, hey, it's not okay just to have one good week. One good week will not hit your business, hit your business or your income goal. It has to be compounded effort of good week after good week after good week after good week after good week until you start building the habits to keep propelling yourself to have a really good career. It's not good enough to have a good month or a good week or even a good year. You want to have a good career. And that's why I often ask people. And that's why nurtures are important as well. Because if you plan on being in the business 12 months from now, you need to put focus on adding people to your database now. It's not going to pay you today, but it's going to help you build a solid foundation to build a really good career. So if you're new to real estate, what I tell people is typically, especially on our team, when you're brand new, you're going to have to work harder than everybody else. And you might make less money than everybody else. Because you can't compare yourself to somebody that's been doing these, thing, doing these things for 15 years consistently. So if you're going to compare yourself as a new agent, somebody that's been in the business 15 years and that's done it at a high level, you're cutting yourself short. You need to focus on, okay, what actions did they take every single day and every single week to get to that level? Not, oh, I need to be at that level today and thinking about they've been doing it for 15 years. I've been doing it for 15 days. Oh, my God, I'm disappointed I'm not at that level. So focus on the things you can control today. That can help push your business forward. And when breaking it in from a 12-week or 12-month goal into a 12-week goal, there's a lot more intensity, a lot more focus, a lot more awareness around what do I need to do today? Because we all know in real estate, it's easy to get caught up in you've got a deal going, the house has termites, and we spend the entire day worried about the termites or the sewer lateral. And we're calling, we're calling um, contractors and, and the city or the municipality to see if there's a sewer lateral program. Like Things like that happen. I get it. And we can't let it absorb our day. And that's why we have to get super focused on calendar management and time blocking as well. I need to get my critical task, my five things done today that are going to help propel my business forward. And chances are, most of this stuff only takes an hour or two a day. So it's not like we have to eat up the entire day doing it. But these are the most important things that I need to get done. Then I can worry about everything else. I need to focus my time on how am I generating and increasing my business and working on my business. And then I can spend the rest of my day working in my business, worried about sewer laterals. 
Right. But typically what happens is we get a couple of clients going and we abandon all of the things we did to help us get those clients. We focus on the clients, we sell them a couple of houses, we get paid, and then we think, oh God, I don't have any more business coming in. By implementing the strategies I've talked about today, it's going to help you build a sustainable, consistent business. When you do this, there's no such thing as a real estate roller coaster. There's no such thing as a good month and a couple bad months, then a good month and a couple bad months. It's consistent focus, it's building good habits, being consistent, and that's going to help you have a really good career. And here's the cool thing. When you compound these weeks over the course of a year and two years and three years and four years, all of a sudden, you don't have to work as hard anymore because you've built a foundation, you've built a database, you've built a good following of past clients and you're getting referrals. And every single year, this gets a little bit easier because you start getting more repeat referral business. Your phone starts to ring a little bit more where people are like, I'm ready to sell now, I'm ready to buy now. And you don't have to do as much output and as much outbound lead generation. You have to do it in the beginning for a couple of years, you're gonna have to commit to this. But the more you commit to it now and the better you get at it, the more discipline you get, the easier your life's gonna be in three years, in five years, in 10 years. Your, your business can rapidly grow. You don't have to wait 30 years to have a really sustainable business. Go be a $10 million agent in two years. Go be a $40 million agent in five years. It's doable if you put the focus and the commitment behind this. But it's not going to happen if you just have good days and bad days. And, oh, you know, I had, oh, I'll start Monday. How many times have we said that? Well, Monday, I'm going to pick it up. If your goal is important to you, you start today. Start right now. Same thing with this. If your income goal, if you're behind on your income goal and it's important to you, implement these strategies today. If you need somebody to hold you accountable, call me. You guys all know how to get a hold of me. Call me and I'll help you stay accountable to this as well. But implement the strategies today. If you need help thinking about what other strategies do I need to focus on to help push my business forward, let's have a conversation. Email me, call me, text me. We'll set up a time, sit down and go through all of this and start putting your plan into action. Because the reality is every single person listening to this, every single person in our company can and will achieve their income goal if they put the focus behind it. It's not going to happen because you're a nice person, though. It's not going to happen just because you show up to the office every day and you know, piddle around here. They're, well, I'm showing up. It's not enough just to show up. That's the first step. You have to show up because you're not going to hit the stuff sitting on the couch watching TV. So you have to show up. And then the next phase is how do I get into action and start focusing on pushing my business forward every single day? If you do that, you're going to make it happen. So recap, what's my goal? Why is my goal important to me? What are five strategies I'm focused on every single day to push my business forward? Peer accountability. Who's going to hold me accountable to make sure I'm doing these things? Who can I report my wins and losses and failures to every single week so I can be accountable? And then a scoreboard. How am I tracking and keeping score? Again, don't overcomplicate this. The notebook's fine. Under contacts, if I hit 100, 100%. If I hit 70, 70%. Simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Implement those things, and you're going to start to see your business roll. If you liked it, like this, comment. Shoot me a message if you need help setting this up. Hope you're doing great. Talk soon. Oh,